Money. I love money just like the next person does. And I know a lot of people will you know, use the scripture, you know, for uh, the love of money is the root of all evil. Well, all kinds of evil and things like that. And, you know, in my opinion, uh, what we what we all choose to do with it or how we obtain it, that is the issue that I have. Hello and welcome to Mark 16, 15 Internet Ministries Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph P. Hackney. Uh, in this episode, I just it's a short message uh, talking about money. A lot of I come out of a church where literally growing up, I thought only poor people were actually saved. Uh, I thought it would, it's basically if I got rich, uh, I would be sinful. Uh, but I grew and uh, I grew out of that thought process. Uh, I read the Bible and I asked God for discernment. And uh, it's what we can what we can do if, if you've got a lot of money and you've been blessed with it, we can do a lot of good with it. It's not that we love money and money in and of itself is a sin, uh, but it is a tool. It's a tool that we can use um, and do a lot of good with serving the Lord. What I strongly disagree with, though, is with soliciting products from the pulpit. Uh, many times we have, uh, there's a lot of people questions the wealth of say, these mega church preachers and these celebrity preachers, I call them, um, you know, they they uh, will question them on their wealth. And they're always the first biggest quick answer is I don't take a salary from the church. You know, I I get a, I get money from book deals and, and stuff like that. Uh, and the problem that I have is they're using God's platform to sell personal products for personal gain. And if Jesus were in the flesh here today. Do not think he'd overturn the businesses that are inside of the churches. He said, my house shall be called a house of prayer. Now, common sense ought to tell anyone that if anyone is using the church as a platform for personal use and prosperity, that is just plain wrong. There's no rhyme or reason for it, period. That's my issue. Not only, you know, uh, with, say, the mega church people, but anybody who is using uh, the platform of uh, under the cloak of being a Christian or a preacher, you know, to get and solicit any kind of earthly gain. Um, a lot of times, even these preachers, they could preach word for word uh, out of the Bible, be very genuine in their faith, but it doesn't stop them from being a thief. A thief is a thief. Uh, and a th to me, uh, when you're soliciting your personal products from God's platform, you're robbing God uh, right there. Well, you know, it's the way I see it. And, and the thief that has, they don't see no wrong in how they get their wealth. Uh, that's a pretty dangerous thief. You know, they're, they're teaching and preaching things that are not from God, but they're using God's uh, platform and they're deceiving ignorant people. Uh, I would encourage you to read the whole chapter of Second Timothy, uh, chapter 3. From there, uh, five through six, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof, from such turn away for this sort are they who creep into houses and lead uh, captive silly women laden with sins, led away with divers lusts. Money is not the problem. We all are wealthy to some degree. And what I mean by that is, 
what is how much how much is how many dollars do you need to be considered wealthy because to you $50,000 might make you think you're wealthy to a homeless person $1 would be wealthy you see what i mean what at what dollar amount do we consider somebody to be wealthy i see nowhere in the bible where there's a dollar amount given that that uh, describes us now of being wealthy. Um, we all are wealthy to some degree. Um, another good example is like uh, the long hair. Uh, the Bible says that, you know, uh, nature itself ought to teach us that if a man had long hair, it's a shame unto him. That it's a shame. But tell me where in that same general area of scripture and conversation, does it give a measurement to tell me what is long hair now? Uh, you, in your opinion, might think long hair is uh, if it's over the ear just a little bit or over your collar just a little bit for you know, a man. Um, somebody else, they may not feel convicted at all to have a big old man bun and stuff like that. Or At what measurement is it considered long hair? And at what dollar amount are you considered wealthy? I know the Bible says, you know, rich man, uh, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than a rich man to enter into heaven. But with God, all things are possible. So, you know, uh, uh, we, we shouldn't be so quick to uh, pass judgment off on wealthy people. There's nothing wrong with being wealthy at all. But if your treasure is in your wealth, and your faith is in your wealth more than in God, that's where it's a sin. Um, but money in of itself is not a sin at all. Um, we can do a lot of good with it, like I said. And really, it comes down to this. It's a sin problem we have. A covetousness heart that seeks the world's wealth and not God's. Be it a million dollar homes, cars, etc. These things are not sins in of themselves. There's nothing wrong with having a nice car and a million dollar home. Um, it's a sin when we put all of our trust and faith in our wealth more than we are putting it in God. And, you know, I would encourage you to get the stores, the bookstores out of these churches because a lot of uh, mega churches, they, they have a bookstore within their church and they have all of these things. And, and I even heard uh, one guy preaching one time and I used to really like listening to him uh, but he began uh, advertising soliciting his books and stuff before service up on the podium during sermons uh, a couple times uh, he'll be preaching and, he, and he'll tell the people he's I'm going to buy this CD myself uh, so basically he puts a pun in he's you know he gets that little stab in there to advertise and solicit his CDs during the sermon even. Uh, you know, and remember, Jesus said, uh, my house shall be called a house of prayer. Not a house where we have bingo, where we have um, stores, bookstores, and, and radio stores, and, and it's it's gotten so far away. To me, it's no different than when uh, Jesus turned over the tables of the money changers selling uh, goats and things uh, for the people who wanted or needed that sacrifice. 
before they actually went into the church. You know, um, today, those people selling the goats are actually inside the church now. They're not on the outside in the outer court. They're not out in the parking lot soliciting these books. These people Jesus was talking about gave the example of they were on in the outer court. They weren't actually in the building. They were selling their animals and sacrifices and stuff there. To me, that's just like if you had uh, scalpers out in the parking lot or, you know, uh, salesmen going around trying to uh, solicit the personal products um, from the, the pastor in the church. Today, that has moved inside of the church. Not only, you, you know, it's not on the outside. It's on it's on the very inside now. And, and it's actually even coming out of the preacher's mouth, soliciting their personal products, all in the name of God, all in the name of helping God. And so I could only imagine uh, if Jesus was walking this earth in the flesh, in this generation, what he would do when he walks into some of these big mega stadiums and what he would say, you know, um, he got mad for selling stuff just outside of the church. Now it's all in the church. And that's my beef uh, with, I guess, wealth, money, but I love money. I can do a lot of good with it, you know, to whom much is given, much is required. So it's a very dangerous thing uh, to be wealthy. It's a very dangerous thing to be in a position of power. Uh, you know, a lot of times we may not be wealthy because it would probably kill us. Uh, countless stories I've seen, documentaries and things like that on people who hit the lottery. It destroyed their lives. They don't, they don't know how to handle it. And, you know, response, you know, responsibility, everything, man. And so I always used to say, if you don't, if a drug addict is, uh, you don't like them, you want them to die, basically. Now I'm speaking of a worldly person in sin. Give them money because a drug addict will take that money and go kill themselves with uh, drugs and stuff. And, and so a lot of times... We want money from God and we want a, a, a more sustainable lifestyle where we're not always living from paycheck to paycheck. But stop and think about what you're asking for because you don't know the future. God does. You think you can handle a million dollars just like a 13-year-old thinks that he can handle a vehicle and drive it. You know, you've got you've to gotta come into these things slowly and you have to learn responsibilities and maturity and things like that and so if god sees that i can't handle wealth and that it would destroy me or other people then i'm thankful he's withholding that from me because i would rather die a poor man and go to heaven than be a wealthy man enter into hell so go with god you won't go wrong um, this is joseph p hackney mark sixteen fifteen internet ministries podcast Amen.